Welcome to another edition of GW Unspoken, where we discuss stuff we don't typically talk about, but probably should. And welcome to all our listeners out there, and happy 2024, no matter where you may be, and hope you had a great Christmas. And obviously, I wonder what's your on your goal list this year. Have you set one down? Have you set down some goals? I know going to some of the conferences from Keith Abrahams, he was talking about how you always write down your goals, and if you don't write them down, then you you know, the chance of them actually coming true is very small. And I know we had this throughout school life. We teach our kids the same thing at, at school. And the students say, oh, yeah, we don't need to write them down. We just know what they are, the main ones. But something definitely happens when you write them down. So each year we do 100 goals here at home. And I think last year we got 77 out of 100. Not too bad. But things seem to happen when we do write them down. So what's what's happening for you this year? I want to talk about you this year and then where our podcast is going to go for when we launch season number three. What's going to be different for you this year? What's going to be different that is probably on your list if you're a resolution person go, yeah, I'm sick of having the same old thing or sick and tired of being sick and tired of the same things. What about what are the stresses in your life? What are some things right now that are stressing you right out? So if I asked you right now and I was having a personal one-on-one conversation with you, no matter where you might be, at the gym or in your car, going for a walk, exercise, what's your major stress? What, what control do you have over yourself to have a different mindset for that stress or to attack that stress? What are some of the wants you might have? And what are the, some of the needs, some of the needs you have this year? Is it financial? Is it connection with other people? Is it your work ethic? Is it a fitness one, a spiritual one? So what are the resolutions that you might have? Or if you don't write down resolutions or don't believe in it, what, what are some of the things you want to change about your life? Because we know, number one, we must have an emotional element to succeed. And Keith Abraham says that when he does his goal setting too. He, In all of his seminars he says, you can have a smart goal. We know a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time-bound. But if he said, if you add ER, ER stands for emotional response. So if you now have smarter goals and you have an emotional response that actually makes you feel good, you can actually achieve that and you actually be willing to achieve more. So what are some of the things that's going to make you feel better when you achieve that goal? Now, if you believe in what Tony Robbins says, and he says, you've got to, to make change, you've got to really feel the hurt. So yeah, you might be motivated to make a change, and there's a couple of people out there, a couple of percent who can do that. But if the hurt is so big that you're sick and tired of it, he says that usually that's the thing that gets us off our backside and make massive changes in whatever field or fields we want to do. Because we know that if we don't do that, or if you don't achieve some goals, you go back into your old routines. And when you go back into your old routines, there's no change. And, of course, when there's no change, you have more frustration with yourself. And when there's more frustration with yourself, you usually have a lower self-esteem. And then often when you have a lower self-esteem, it can increase even more poor behaviours to fill that void of lack of accomplishment. So I'll give you an example. I might say, yeah, I want to actually start working up to running 21Ks. By the way, I don't want to do that. But if I did... And I say, okay, I'm going to run at least four days a week or five days a week and start that. And I know that for fitness-wise, I need to work at that and build up to that. But if I miss day two, day three, day four and don't exercise, what I might do at night time is make excuses like it's too hot or bad day at work or I need to look after the kids or whatever it might be. And then what happens is to fill that void of, oh, I don't want to feel bad about myself, I might mask that with alcohol or I might say, I've had a beer now, so I definitely can't run. And it puts my mind to ease to say deep down, well, yes, it's a poor behaviour, but definitely can't run with alcohol in my system now. 
So what are th- some of the things we can take out of our lives to actually jump and do? Now, the issue is too, we talked to the students last year at school about this and in some of the life skills classes and we talked about how unfortunately now a lot of our teens, children, even adults now, we look for the fast dopamine, the quick reward that takes next to no time and usually that uh, comes with maybe negative it's negativity like sugar, for example, junk food, have it instantaneously, into the bloodstream, feel good straight away. A run or a swim or one-on-one basketball, whatever you play, whatever sport gets you going, walking the dog, that takes time, that takes effort. But doing that over time with that compound effect, you're going to feel good for a longer period of time, both socially and emotionally and physically. But the problem is, because we're in such a fast-paced society, I believe, that we have to actually want to do that so bad because the instantaneous rewards of getting quick dopamine fixes for small things that give us instant results is a lot easier to do than going, for example, for the hard slog for the run. It's like relationships. You want to have a good relationship? It takes time. It takes to have a, a real authentic relationship that's long-term. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of time to buy in and, and work on that relationship continually. Um, there's apps now, obviously, with the tenders and all those other ones where you can just date, get to second, third, fourth base quickly and instant dopamine, but then often feel people are feeling empty from that. So what are some of the things you're going to sacrifice where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and, and you know the hurt's so bad that you want to make a change? Robbins also talks about, you know, what are your must rules? What are your must rules this year where, in, and break it down obviously, but come back to daily, daily disciplinary actions. What can you do? Even by halfway through the day, have I tackled that biggest problem or that biggest, hardest job I need to do or that conversation I need to have in my relationships? What is the one I can just get done right now and start my day off? What's the must yet that's non-negotiable? And then he said some, what are your should rules? What are some of the rules that, you know, we probably should have done but didn't get time, but I'm going to attack that again tomorrow. Now, I had a teacher. She was great in when I was at high school way back in the Stone Age and, and she was great. She always said to me, what do you, don't ever say shoulda. Don't ever say shoulda or coulda because otherwise you woulda. And I thought, what? He said, well, you, if it was important to you, you'd just do it. So don't ever say shoulda. And I just love that. I just always think that now and I catch myself saying that stuff, oh, I should have done this. Hang on, if it was really important to me and I really prioritised it, I would have done that. So what are your must rules? What are things that are actually going to turn things around for you this year and make you self-confident, make you actually feel like that you are a winner and you can actually change the people around you and serve the people around you because you are in great stead? So I want to talk about that really quickly. We're going to launch Season 3 from our next podcast Our podcast series will keep going. We're going to have two social-emotional well-being per week podcasts. In between that, we're going to have a guest speaker from all different walks of life and all different areas. So hopefully you love that and please write into the website or or connect with us through LinkedIn and and tell us what you're looking for in particular. But it's really exciting to listen to people coming to talk to you. What are some things that you can change in your work? And if you're a student out there listening to you, how are you going to change your school life this year. I'll give you a hint, students out there who are listening to this. Workers, I'm going to give you the same thing. Get your social emotional connections going first. Your results will then follow. CEOs listening out there, exactly the same thing. Get your team working well, get your leaders working well, and get your harmony between all your groups of people at work. Schools, same thing. Get that right first. The rest will automatically come. Socially, what's your goals? What are you going to aim to do socially? 
we know we're social beings. That's how we're brought up to be part of the pack, part of being accepted. It's so good for our endorphins to have those social connections. What's your goal socially? Are you going to be someone who actually looks into yourself and go, you know what, I'm not going to dominate this conversation. I'm going to become a really good listener. And often the people who become the listeners have the big social network. What are you going to do within your family? You know, extended family, if you don't have children, I'm not talking about necessary parents, but what, what, what are you going to do in your family dynamic to strengthen that unit? Because we know that family is everything. And if you've got conflict with your family, is it something you have to try and avoid Again, or is this something you can actually take on heads on and go, I'm going to actually try and be the better person here and improve that family. This whole podcast series is going to be about you. The whole podcast series is going to be about making authentic connections and changing your mindset so that it can actually help you towards any of those goals that we talked about earlier on today. So to do that, we're going to really tackle the innate code and the innate code are the things that we're going to talk about that make us a better person holistically. So the eight things we've talked about, or we're going to talk about is nutrition, is the power of movement, mindfulness, the lack of technology, how we can actually build our community and culture through connection, the importance and also how we can actually get better sleep, how to be really grateful and the power of gratefulness because it is huge. And one of the biggest things I think for our kids and, and probably yourselves, anyone who's listening right now, is that purpose. How can we really build purpose and have some leadership in amongst our authentic connections and our mindsets to actually move people forward. So we're going to do a pod series of eight on eight. So each of those eight elements, we're going to have eight really short podcasts on each one. They're going to be short. They're going to be sharp. I want you, when you're listening to these podcasts, to think about how does this affect me right now in my life when you're listening to this? How is that actually affecting? Whereabouts is my nutrition right now? What are some of the tips and tricks that we've learned from other people that we're going to discuss on the podcast? How can they actually relate to me right now or the people who I'm influencing with food and so on through those other seven elements as well. So I really want this season to be about you. I want you to have a conversation like we are right now and it's going to be about thinking about all those things in your holistic health, how we can improve that so those authentic connections can improve this year, your mindset can improve this year and then all those things that you want to achieve that might be on your list that's really been frustrating forever can actually come to fruition and you can actually just dominate the year and get, get ready for even 2025. So I'm looking forward to having those conversations and I hope to hear from you in our next episode. And thanks for joining us. 